critical thinking is the most important skill you can have when you're living in a world that seems to have lost its mind. Everyone out there is trying to tell you what to think. I want to teach you how to think. In every episode, I'm exposing the logical fallacies being used by advertisers, politicians, influencers, news outlets, social media memes, and maybe even your own best friend. Warning, listening to this podcast will cause you to see bad thinking everywhere. Welcome to the Filter Through a Brain Cell podcast. Hey, what's up, thinkers? Kathy Gibbons here. All right, if you are on episode 171 of this podcast, which you are, you're clearly learning, enjoying learning about logical fallacies and good thinking. And I'm so glad that you're here. We need a generation of good thinkers in society today. Did you know that I have a membership called Crazy Thinkers where I teach the skills of good thinking? You probably have heard about it. But here's the deal. Most logic courses out there that you'll pay for spend most of their time teaching you the fallacies. But here's the deal. I give you all that for free in this podcast. You can go back and review it over and over and over again whenever you want to. But just learning the fallacies doesn't mean you have great thinking skills. It means you know what the fallacies are, and that's a great start. But if you want to actually learn the skills of good thinking and give those skills to your kids, I invite you to check out my membership, Crazy Thinkers. What is it? Okay, it started. it's something that I started in order to do two simple things. Number one, learn the skills of good thinking that will help you actually use what you're learning here on the podcast. And yes, there are specific skills you can learn to use, and I will teach them to you in what I call Brain Cell University, which is a 10-week course where I'll give you very specific but simple tools to think well about anything. Insert any topic, insert any meme, insert any headline, any argument, and you will be able to break it down and think about it well. Now, the second key thing that Crazy Thinkers is designed to do is to help you practice those skills using real life stuff, which I give you every month in the brain gym. I've been working on building this resource out for several months now and doors are going to be opening again soon. If you want to get on the wait list, just go to filteritthroughbraincell.com forward slash crazy and sign up to be one of the first to hear when the doors open. So just like I do in this podcast, I keep it super simple, super practical with no fluff or time wasters. Um, I'm a homeschool mom. I'm not big on worksheets. I want things that actually produce results, not just busy work. And so that is the whole goal behind crazy thinkers. It's simple, it's doable. And it will, if you do it, obviously, um, it will help you learn to think well. So, all right, let's start off this episode by, like we do so often, reviewing a fallacy we covered earlier in this season called card stacking. Do you want to hit pause and see if you can remember what card stacking is? Okay, card stacking or the card stacking fallacy is actually a propaganda technique where certain information is either selectively shared or omitted in order to create a biased view of a topic. People use this technique to make the best possible case for their side and the worst possible case for the opposing side by carefully only using the facts that support their side of the argument while trying to get the audience to accept those facts as a conclusion. They are stacking the cards in their favor. This term comes from a skilled and crafty card player who knows how to stack a deck of cards in their favor, even as they're shuffling the cards. And yes, this is basically the same thing as cherry picking, which I've also covered. So you can see how some of these different fallacies are very similar. There may be nuances that are different, but not important enough to 
to really focus on. So the question to ask yourself is this, are the facts being distorted or omitted? Can I find any other arguments to either support or refute these assertions? So if you want to hear more about card card stacking or review, go back and check out episode 104. All right. Have you ever thought about homeschooling your kids? Are you thinking about homeschooling this coming year? I know that the last couple of years, there have been millions of families who have joined, um, who have started homeschooling because of, for various different reasons. Well, I would encourage you to check out Classical Conversations. Since 1997, Classical Conversations has been equipping families like yours with the resources to homeschool with confidence. Let me just give you a quick breakdown of how it works. So, in classical conversations, you meet once a week in community, and they're divided up into the kids are divided up into different classes according to age. It goes all the way from K through twelve, and the the curriculum looks very different when they're in elementary, so K through six, and then it's a very different. It's a half day program when they're when they're young, four through sixth grade, they go all day, and then obviously in high school they go all day, but they meet once a week, and it's. All, they all share the same curriculum, and so they're all working together. And I'll just speak to the higher levels because I know I have a lot of middle schoolers and high schoolers that listen here. Obviously, there may be other siblings as well, but it's super cool because they get work that they do at home for four days, and then on the fifth day, they meet for community. And the whole point of meeting for community is to dive deeper into the work and the things that they have learned at home over the week. So they get really good at having conversation. They get really good about thinking deeply about the things that they've been studying and how, you know, and talking about them and bouncing ideas. Well, what about this? Oh, I think this. Well, let's compare it. It, It's an amazing, amazing way to have an education. We've been doing this since our daughter was in kindergarten. She's now going into 11th grade. So we only have two years left, which is crazy to me. But Anyways, I just want to encourage you that there's a really great option out there. If you want to learn more, you can go fill out the form at classicalconversations.com forward slash Gibbons. That's G-I-B-B-E-N-S. And you'll get two free downloadable eBooks and you'll get a lot more information as well. Okay, let's dive into today's new fallacy, the fake precision fallacy. So the fake precision fallacy happens when someone presents numbers or stats in a way that is unnecessarily exact. And sometimes it's just kind of a made up number. So it's meant to give the impression of accuracy and certainty that, but a lot of times it can't be backed up by real research. So they'll use very specific numbers or very specific decimal places to make it seem like there's a level of accuracy that actually cannot be supported. So here's an example. Imagine you have a friend who tells you something like, I can guess your height with 100% accuracy down to the millimeter. Okay, that sounds really impressive, right? But is it really true? Can they really guess their exact height down to the millimeter? Maybe to the inch they could get, but I don't know about the millimeter. It's just a little bit of excessive fake precision. Or here's another example. Studies have shown that 78.67% of people prefer this brand of soda. Okay, really? What's the point of using such an exact percentage when you're talking about people who prefer a certain brand of soda? Are they using all those percentages to try to make it seem more impressive than it is? Or how about this example? This castle is 802 years old. Well, how do you know it's 802 years old? Because the tour guide told me it was 800 years old, and that was two years ago. 
All right, can you see how it's kind of fake precision there? The problem behind the fake precision fallacy is that when people use fake precision, they're trying to make their information sound more accurate and trustworthy than it really is. They might give you a specific number with lots of decimal places, making it seem like they know things down to the tiniest detail, but often they don't actually have enough evidence or data to support that level of precision. So here's another way this fallacy could happen. And I'm going to give you this example from two different perspectives. So an evolutionist might say, the earth is 6.724 billion years old. To which the creationist responds, no, the earth is 6,463 years and 2.5 months old. Okay, they both would be committing the same fallacy. In both instances, are they really able to prove what they're saying with that exact accuracy? No, it's a little bit of false precision. Okay, so the question to ask yourself if you think you're facing the false precision fallacy is this. Do you really have data to back that number up? Do you really have data to back that number up? Okay, that's it for today, y'all. Remember, when you learn how to think, you will no longer fall prey to those who are trying to tell you what they want you to think. And it all starts with asking one simple question. Is that really true? I would love to hear from you. Do you have questions about fallacies and cognitive biases? Are you now starting to see and hear them everywhere around you too? Well, send them in. They just might get featured on the podcast. You can email them to me at think at filteritthroughabraincell.com or you can connect with me on Instagram at filteritthroughabraincell. And if you want to be notified about when new episodes come out and all the things that we're doing, go to www.filteritthroughabraincell.com and sign up to receive email updates. I would love it if you would help us on our mission to teach society how to think well. Please subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with people in your life.